Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. I'm delighted to welcome to the, to the Executive Chair Patrick Burns. He's the CEO of Croom Medical. Patrick, you're very welcome to the programme. Thanks for having me, Bobby. Now, uh, growing up in Croom, uh, I know you were good with your hands. First job as a mechanic in a garage in Charleville. Uh, I think your father was in the in the med tech business. True, yes. Yeah, yeah. so was, was that somewhere you were always going to come back to, even though I know there was a lot between here and then? Yeah, I suppose I spent my, a lot of my weekends there, uh, a lot of summers there causing trouble, probably building stuff where you shouldn't have been building with your hands. But, um, but yeah, so, so Paddy started a business in 1984, so 40 years in business next year. Isn't that wonderful? Uh, so, uh, in terms of education, Patrick, uh, uh, mechanical and biomedical engineering from CIT, Smurfit Business School, and I, am I right in saying that you're, you got an MBA from Smurfit and you're currently studying for a doctorate? Doctorate in UL on additive manufacturing, yeah. Good man, wow. How important is it for you to, to have a parallel track in education as well as the practical side of the business? you have to understand more than your customers. Right. So um, right now from a technical perspective, and I think a changing point for us, I joined the company in 2019. Um, Crew Medical, even though it's 40 years in business up to that point, was very much a, a job shop of sorts, contract manufacturing. Um, but up to that point, we invested heavily in postdoctoral research, and it was from there really that we understood the value of what that could bring from a commercial perspective. Okay. So your own career, I know it started out in Shannon, uh, in... Uh, Zimmer Biomet. Zimmer Biomet. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, did you work then with the enemy, uh, they might be called now called Striker? I did, yeah. So, yeah. Was, was that, and again, was that piece in the back of your head, I, you know, learnt, make all your mistakes on some other fellas' watch, uh, and then come back and bring all this added value to the no, business? No, believe it or not, it no. It wasn't I, in your head I, at no, all, no. no? I was actually <laughs> ousted from the business from my, my dad early on. Um, he very much drove me to kind of see what else was out there. Um, so in hindsight, fantastic decision. But uh, Stryker gave me uh, great opportunities. I was moved abroad a lot, and I saw what good looks like on an international stage. So he saw basically what we were boxing against on a competitive manner um, and understanding what the competitors were able to deliver um, in your same remit. So brought that back to Croom then in 2019. Yeah, and you've uh, reinvested in Croom. I suppose it must be interesting with working with your dad. Again, he's run the business for so many years. You go along, you learn best practice in places like Striker, mm. you come back with so much. Yeah. And then you and your dad collaborate. Maybe he has a different view, you have a different view, but the business is the, is the main beneficiary. Exactly, yeah. So Paddy, Paddy wanted to retire um, in 2018, 2019, or at least he was discussing it at the point, and I pretty much came back and said, I'm going to spend all your money on research and development. And see Which you've managed to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thank God it worked, I can tell you that much. So I'm, I'm excited to hear about the, the latest investment. Um, you're going to be like having a coffee shop that the public can come into. It, it doesn't sound to me like a traditional engineering manufacturing environment. No, there's a couple of things going in parallel. Um, the customer experience centre in relation to the coffee perspective is something that we're working towards, where we'll have an old railway house um, renovated out in Croom. Um, so it's been derelict for a number of decades now, and our intent is to really bring in the latest of R&D manufacturing wow. behind a glass facade, and you can have schools and, and the public coming in to see what's going on. Tell us about, again, what you actually manufacture. You've now manufactured over 200,000 joint replacement implants for global markets. Is that a very, is that a market with 
just a very few players in it. Uh, so uh, that, that's a year um, right. from our perspective. Um, so we do joint replacements, so predominantly knee systems, so about 185,000 knees a year. Wow. A lot of spinal implants as well, spinal lumbar cages, um, trauma extremities. Hopefully no one in this room will ever see any of these parts, but it's a niche market um, and it predominantly it's not North America, but because the Middle East is getting quite wealthy now, we also find a lot of opportunities there over the last couple of, of years, really. And who, in terms of who your customer is then, is that who? It's, who? it's OEMs. So we basically design these parts on behalf of OEMs. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so okay. I also forgot aging populations. That's a big uh, driver at the minute. Everyone's living longer and healthcare is getting better. Now you've had, and I think you're very honest in your, in your own uh, self-critique, you said you've had a number of uh, e-commerce side hustles, all of which have failed. Every one of them. But you're going to keep going, which I, yeah, really, yeah. Like, I really like your yeah, style on that. Keep going, yeah. I have a, a younger brother, Paul. He's a PhD in machine learning. He moved back from Liverpool two years ago, so myself and himself have been looking in the wrong areas to this point, but I'm sure it'll land at some stage. You know? So that doesn't, that doesn't uh, put you off. You're going to keep... It's no. nice to... Because it, it's also, you stimulate your own mind, you're looking outside your own box, yeah, you're yeah. doing something slightly different and you're learning all the time. You're learning about people and yeah. people's behaviours I find fascinating. So regardless of business you're in, it's understanding what the customer, how, how the customer behaves really. Finally, can I ask you about, you've run 18 marathons, you've done Ironmans. Do you think there's a direct correlation between business and exercise? Yes, but not by design. Um, the only reason I started running was I lived with two lads on the Kerry football team in college and I got out of hand really from there on. <laughs> we went everywhere from Tokyo to Boston to London doing marathons. But um, yeah, certainly in my later or half of a career to date, there's definitely um, a correlation between those who tend to do endurance sports and lead in businesses. Okay, well listen, it's been a real pleasure to meet you. Thanks very uh, much. Patrick Burns, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks, Bobby. Great, really, really good. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.